It seems like more people plan for their children's college education than for the very costly and highly probable reality of long-term care. Why is this? Also, if you had to pay for long-term care from your savings, how could that work? In this episode of the Senior Lifestyles Podcast, we'll dig into the reasons why people avoid long-term care planning and how retirement and non-retirement savings can be used for long-term care costs. Are you hitting a new phase in your life and starting to again wonder, what's next? As we reach the age of retirement and beyond, it calls for answers to new questions in our lives, such as, what's the deal with senior living? How does Medicare work? And how can I live my best life in retirement? In this podcast, we explore the answers to these questions and much more. This is Pete Kears, and welcome to the Senior Lifestyles Podcast, Brought to you by Cantissimo Senior Living. There are three sources of money to pay for long-term care. Personal resources, government payments, and private insurance. Under the heading of personal resources are included pensions, including Social Security, 401ks and traditional IRAs, regular savings and Roth IRAs, annuities and life insurance, health savings accounts, proceeds from home sales, and reverse mortgages. For this video, let's concentrate on the first three. We'll start off with pensions. A pension is an employee benefit providing taxable payments to a retiree that continue until the recipient dies. Under the pension heading, I'm also including Social Security, in which the federal government is the payer. This is a public pension, and a company-sponsored plan is called a traditional pension. Traditional pensions were common before the 401k plans and IRAs were introduced in the 1970s. Today, however, only about 15% of private sector employees are eligible for traditional pension plans. For government employees, 83% are eligible. When planning for long-term care costs, pensions can be an important component because income flows from these plans become a predictable, no-risk part of a long-term care strategy. Next, let's examine 401ks and IRAs as funding sources for long-term care. In this case, we're talking about traditional IRAs as opposed to Roth IRAs. Baby boomers could be called the IRA 401k generation. For example, In the last 20 years, pensions and other defined benefit programs have given way to defined contribution accounts like IRAs and 401ks. As of Q2 2021, IRAs and 401ks made up almost $24 trillion in retirement savings. Despite seemingly massive amounts saved in IRAs and 401ks, Most retirees should not assume that retirement savings will be sufficient to cover their long-term care needs. The main reason is many Americans have not saved enough. The average amount in retirement savings in 2019 for those aged 75 or older was about $358,000, with the median amount being $83,000. The difference in these two numbers suggests individuals with larger retirement savings accounts skew the average to be higher. Therefore, most have saved considerably less than average. Another issue is the tax-deferred nature of IRA and 401k dollars. 
A big reason for the popularity of these accounts is that there are no taxes paid on initial deposits nor on the gains in value over time. The problem is, however, taxes are paid when money is withdrawn. So, someone needing $50,000 per year for long-term care would need to withdraw $59,000 to cover the federal taxes, depending on their tax bracket. This assumes residents in a non-income state like Florida. The withdrawal amount would be higher where state income taxes apply. The tax effect can have a serious impact on the amount of money available to pay for long-term care. Paying these taxes over several years may drain a person's resources faster than hoped. It might impact such things as how long a person could put off selling their home, the quality of senior living they could afford, or the ability to leave an inheritance. Finally, let's review the options for using Roth IRAs and regular savings for paying long-term care costs. A Roth IRA differs from a traditional IRA in that taxes have already been paid on the dollars deposited in these accounts. As a result, no taxes are due when money is withdrawn from a Roth IRA, including on the increases in value over time. However, to make tax-free withdrawals, the money must have been in the Roth for at least five years, and the account holder must be at least 59 and a half years old. Otherwise, a 10% penalty is payable, but only on the interest in earnings. Like Roth IRAs, deposits to regular savings and investments are made with after-tax dollars. However, unlike Roth IRAs, the interest in earnings increases are subject to either regular taxation or capital gains taxes. A tactic that can be advantageous under the right circumstances is to convert a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. In this scenario, taxes are paid on the money coming out of the old traditional IRA, but subsequent value increases in the Roth IRA are not taxed. All financial resources available to potential long-term care recipients must be considered for long-term care planning. Knowing the details about subjects like tax treatment and other factors is essential to build a solid plan for handling long-term care costs. Thank you for listening. If you found this helpful, we appreciate it if you would please consider subscribing to the podcast so we can let you know when new episodes are released. In addition, please share and leave a review. To find more on this topic and others, including videos and eBooks, visit CantissimoSeniorLiving.com. This is Pete Kears with the Senior Lifestyles Podcast. Talk to you next time.